Welcome to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel, and we are continuing on this journey through the Sabbath School Quarterly. I am so excited that you're choosing to join me again. And again, I, the reason I'm doing this is because I want you to do some studying on your own. I'm glad you're listening to this, but don't worry if you don't have the Sabbath School Quarterly available. You can download these online, uh, actually on your phone, and uh, you can go to the App Store or the Android Store or go to ssnet.org, and there you can find these lessons for free. And uh, we're going to be looking at the lesson in August 22 for Wednesday. And we're going to be extracting just some uh, practical things. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I, I want you actually to, to read it on your own. I'm going to bring some things that um, I think will be applicable uh, for daily life, not just simply for when you are on August 22, 2018. I think all these things are practical and applicable universally at all times because they come from the Word of God. The lesson on Wednesday, the, the, at the very end, it has this question. When disputes arise, how can we learn to sit together, to listen to each other, and in a spirit of respect and humility, work through the issues? How can we learn? It doesn't say how can we do. It's interesting. I like, I like the question. How can we learn to sit together? It implies that this may not come intuitively, and I would say it doesn't. It doesn't because of our fallen nature. Um, We've learned a lot of dysfunctional ways of trying to deal with issues, bullying, pushing things through, um, politics, manipulation, etc., etc. And the Bible does present those things that did, did exist even back in the early church there years and even before. But just because the Bible describes those things, it doesn't prescribe them, meaning it doesn't tell you this is how things ought to be done. So I'm going to try to briefly answer the question, how can we learn? And obviously, as a pastor, you, you know where I'm going to direct you to, the Bible. That's where we can learn, not simply information, but be presented with power. The, the how can we learn is by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read to you Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. Because the question is, how can we learn to sit together, and is then sitting together to listen to each other? In a spirit of respect and humility. That's a huge task. That's a huge undertaking. How can we learn? The Bible is the textbook to answer that question. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control i'm going to read that list again and i want you to think about each of these uh, elements that comprise the fruit of the spirit the singular the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control do you think that these qualities can answer the question as to how can we learn to sit together, listen to each other, and in a spirit of respect and humility work through the issues? I want to present to you what for me is a deep-seated conviction. Tools that are out there are very useful. Tools that enterprise, educational, medical enterprises may use are useful as far as they can go. 
but they are used less in attempting to solve issues within the church. You see, the Bible is clear in Ephesians chapter 6. It tells us that we're not wrestling against, you know, the economy. We're not wrestling against foreign economic powers. We're not competing with China. Christianity is not competing with Russia. The Bible tells us that clearly we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. Our battle is against spiritual forces, way more powerful than any human being could ever affront. Not all the nuclear weapons and the, all the, the, the weapons of warfare that we could ever develop could put a dent on the kingdom of darkness. In fact, that's part of theirs. So, being that we are not wrestling against other human beings, but the spiritual powers of darkness, how can I think that merely tools that businesses and other enterprises use will be sufficient to bring unity to the church? I am self-deceived. The Bible tells us the only way that you and I can learn to sit together, to listen to each other, and in a spirit of respect and humility, work through the issues is through the fruit of the Spirit. And that is fruit, meaning there needs to be a seed and a soil. There needs to be nurturing, growing, and maturing of this. The, the maturing of the fruit is the part of the question that says, how can we learn? This is something that, yes, I, I recognize that there's still impatience in me. Lord, I need more of your spirit to work. And actually, maybe we should we say that, you know, innocently, incorrectly. I need more of your spirit. I don't know if we need. I need more of the spirit or if I need to yield more to the spirit. Maybe that's better said, right? Maybe you are convicting me. I'm too impetuous. I speak before I think. Maybe I take things too personal. Maybe I, I allow a lot of things to play in my heads that haven't even happened yet. And I'm already fighting with things that have not yet occurred. Many other versions and definitely, like I said, the powers of darkness can certainly infuse our thoughts with things that are not really there. So the fruit of the Spirit for me is the real key and, and I can see why in Acts chapter 15, James, Peter, the apostles and the elders did not come out and say, because we are the elders or because we are the authorities of the church, therefore you need to listen to whatever we say to you. Let us take a poll. What are the statistics? Let's go to Facebook. Let's see where, where the crowds are going. They did none of that. They got together and prayed. They did the same thing Daniel and Hananiah, Azariah and Mishael did in Daniel chapter um, 2. They did the same thing that Daniel did the rest of the chapters in Daniel. Daniel was a man of prayer. These disciples were men of prayer. The elders were men and women of prayer. The, the disciples in, in Acts chapter 2, all of them, all 120 of them were there praying. So if a church wants to experience unity, it needs to experience the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit can certainly be nurtured and the, the removal of weeds and the softening of the soil can certainly take place corporately as a church gathers together to pray intentionally. That's one of the things that dominates the book of Acts. How often the church got together to pray together. 
You know, we say it, and I see it in a billboard that says that the family that prays together, you know what happens to the family? That family stays together. And the church that prays together, you know what happens to that church? It stays together, which inversely works the same. A church that does not, cannot. Are you a praying spiritual leader? And I'm not asking, do you pray alone? I'm asking, do you pray with others? Do you intentionally seek to pray with others? And I'm not saying that, you know, when a crisis comes, oh, the church is fragmenting over, you know, tithes and offerings over the parking lot or whatever. Yes, now we need to pray. No, 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 no. I'm asking, are you now someone that is convinced we don't need to have parking lot crises to recognize we are under attack of the enemy. The enemy is not attacking your parking lot. The enemy wants to attack you and the church. Are you praying? Peter tells us that the adversary is a roaring lion seeking. He's not waiting. He is seeking to find someone to devour. And that's you and me, my friend. He woke up early this morning before any of us woke up. And he already has plans to subtly bring division and misunderstandings and fragmentations and, and breaking of trust and misunderstandings and lack of communication and all the things that we've covered already in this podcast for this week of the lesson. You know, Matthew chapter 18, verse 15, all those verses in the multitude of counselors, all those verses. He is already working to subvert the counsel from Scripture so that you and me can be united in love. How's your fruit, my friend? How's your fruit of that comprises, that is composed of gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, patience? Are you able to wait? Without these qualities, we will never be able to sit down, listen to each other, and in a spirit of respect and humility, work through our issues. So this lesson invites you, my friend, pray. Yes, for sure, personal prayer, for sure. But I'm going to challenge you as your pastor. Pray with someone else. Pray for the unity of the church. Claim promises that God rescue us, that He be our shield from the adversary. We are in a spiritual battle, and it's not a battle that you find in the pages of the Bible. We find it in our lives day after day. Be a spiritual leader. Be a man and woman of prayer.